This is the Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind podcast, where divorce coach Corey Shapiro helps you get creative and not reactive in your divorce. Tune in now and get the support you need to make it through this difficult time. Here's Corey Shapiro. Welcome. It's Corey. I'm your friendly divorce coach. I'm here to help you get divorced without losing your mind. It's possible to get through a divorce without losing your mind, without becoming a crazy maker. And I'm here to help you figure out how to do that. What is a crazy maker? What am I talking about when I say crazy maker? Well, when we get stressed, some of us, when we get stressed, we become overwhelmed. And the people around us, we make them crazy. We make ourselves crazy. We make everyone else crazy. And that's where divorce is really just become a situation that is out of control. And I'm here to help you do the opposite of being a crazy maker. What's the opposite of a crazy maker? It's a visionary. Who do we have to thank for this wonderful dichotomy? None other than David Allen. And becoming organized in his life, people don't know this. David Allen was institutionalized. David Allen was that amazing um, productivity coach. But before he figured out these things, he was a crazy maker, institutionalized, depressed, not making any money, divorced, no love in his life. And then he realized they can also be a visionary. And so this podcast is really about helping us through these difficult times to be a visionary. All right. In today's podcast, we're going to answer a question about Gap. We're not talking about that clothing store. We're talking about a gap year. A gap year is when your child, not ready for college, they get in, but then they learn about this word. It's called defer. So they defer emissions and they want to go have an experience, a memory. And of course, gap years have to be big. So it's probably going to be in Europe, <laughs> not going to be in your local city. So it's going to cost money. First of all, they're probably not making money. So you're going to have to pay for this gap year. You have to pay for the travel, the room, the board, the program. And it's almost like another year of college. So it becomes four years of college plus a year of the gap. And who pays for that? That's what the, the question's about. Who's paying for this gap year? And tell you the truth, if I was a child, and I could, and I, and I actually thought I had the option to defer college for a year, and my parents were going to pay for it. Sign me up. So that's my personal opinion. I didn't have that, and I guess my parents are happy they didn't have to pay for that. All right, we're also going to touch on in divorce news. There was some news, recent news, of these actors who are both in divorce, and they both won recently the Golden Globe. And I thought this was interesting because I think it shows short-term thinking. And I think it's a good example. So we'll get into that. But we'll first start with our quote of the week. We've got a good one this week um, because it really hits home on our topic. And it's from John Kabat-Zinn, who says, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. Saying bad stuff's going to happen. That's what's going to happen in life but you can get better at dealing with the bad stuff. And here's the rub. The bad stuff 
may only be happening in your mind. What am I talking about? Well, it's these self-conversations, the self-talk. We all have it, these ruminations. And there's two distinct conversations we generally have. One is based in anxiety and one's based in depression. If you're more based in anxiety, it's just like you think everything is going to be bad in the future. You're worrying about everything. Everything's scary and overwhelming. And if you're based in uh, depression, it's going to be more about, oh, I'm so bad. I make bad choices. I'm not good. And it's just so heavy. And you're weighing yourself down. And both of these talks, i just tell you right now, both this self-talk, it's not helpful. <laughs> it's not empowering. But it's going to happen. And how do you get out of this negative loop? Can you just do it yourself? Well, sometimes you can. But if it's overwhelming, if it's chronic, if it's really impacting you, if you're becoming a crazy maker to yourself, you can't do it with yourself. Uh, it might be time. It might be time to talk to a therapist. That's really the answer. Talk to a trusted advisor, a coach, a therapist, not just a good friend, but someone who really has experience working through difficult issues. That's what we're talking about. All right, let's get started with question of the week. If you have a question you would like answered, you could go to our website, gettingdivorce.org, gettingdivorce.org. Uh, on there, you can find the link where you can ask a question straight from your browser. But we have other resources. We have our ebook, our audio book. We have all of our episodes. Um, so there's some good information on there. And I think it's a great place to start if you're thinking about these issues. If, God forbid, you're going through a difficult divorce, it's good to get knowledge early on. And that's what the site is all about. All right. And if you ask a question, I may answer it on an upcoming episode of this podcast, of the Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind podcast. All right, let's move to this question. It's from Mark. Mark asks, I'm in a tricky situation, and I'm hoping to get some advice. My ex just served me with court papers asking me to pay for a gap year program for our daughter before she goes to college. I'm not in favor of this program as it's very expensive, and I'd rather her just go to college. Additionally, I never agreed to pay for the gap year program. Would I need to hire a lawyer to handle this? Or is there a way I can do it myself? Thank you for your help. First of all, what's a gap year? All right, let's just be clear. This gap year is when you graduate from high school, you got accepted in college, but then you want to defer emissions. And you want that time, that time maybe to grow. You're just not ready for school. You want to stop formal education. You've been in school for 12 years. It's time to have a little fun before you have to get on with the real world. That's the gap year. And a lot of times in these agreements we have, in these marital settlement agreements or even in judgments, no one really discusses the gap year. They, we discuss generally college. If the child's very young, you might not even have discussed college I suggest discuss all these issues, but what happens? So if, you, if, if there is an agreement, follow the agreement. If there's no agreement, you're leaving it up to the air. And here's a couple things to think about. There may have been procedural defects with the application. That's when you want to talk to an attorney in your jurisdiction. 
make sure they dotted the I across the T. If they didn't do things procedurally right, maybe the application could be dismissed on that grounds. But generally, the court's going to go to substantive issues. And I think the issue here is if you agree to pay a part of four-year college and they want you to pay another year, and a lot of times these agreements say it's, it's four years. It's not a five-year program. And is the gap year really just a fifth year? Um, so you may be able to convince the judge not to uh, order that to be paid, that this is optional. Another thing you can consider is the time. A lot of times you have child support ending at, say, 21. If they do the gap year, is it over 21? Unless you agree to 22. So these are things you need to think about uh, if you're dealing – with this issue. So let's just summarize here. We're talking about the gap year. We're talking about who's paying for it. Probably not set forth in the agreement. It's concerning because it's really up to the judge's discretion. You want to talk to an attorney, make sure procedurally the application is right. And then the substantive issue seems to be, this is just an extra expense. You've agreed to pay four years of college. This is really a fifth year of college. That might be an initial argument I'm thinking of and I shouldn't be having to pay for that. All right, so let's switch gears. Let's talk about divorce news, and it's not on the topic of the gap year, but it is, in the sense, thinking about short-term thinking. You know, when you're getting a divorce and you're doing these agreements, there's so many things to think about. Who's just thinking about a gap year? You almost should have a checklist. Like pilots have a checklist, doctors have a checklist. There should be a checklist, gap year. And what do we do about that? College, what do we do about that? Camp, what do we do about it? So let's just think, if you are going to get divorced, what are we going to do about a gap year? So that's thinking visionary, long-term. And the divorce news, this divorce news I'm going to talk about resonated with me because it seems like two actors, two famous actors, uh, are playing the short game. Uh, the first actor, uh, you may know him from Shameless. He's getting... Uh, he just won the Golden Globe for, for Bear, which he stars in. It's uh, Jeremy Allen. And he's known his wife since he was a, uh, a teenager. And they've been married a few years. They have two young kids. She files for divorce. Now, I don't know what happened. I don't know if Jeremy's at fault. I don't know if his wife's at fault. Generally, it's a person who has more success causing problems. But we don't know what happened. And whoever's at fault... I'm against whoever's not at fault, I'm for. So let's just make that clear. But whatever the case may be, his wife filed for a divorce. And now he's going through this uh, situation. The second person, another actor, even more famous, Ike Icon, Kevin Costner. He's been getting such success with Yellowstone, re recent success. He's had long-term success. And he won the Golden Globe last year. And his wife filed for divorce, too. Now, I don't know if Kevin Costner just has an amazing PR machine or if this is his truth, but he says it's a nightmare. He will do anything he can to win back his wife. So we'll see what happens. But why do I bring this up? Because I want you to think of these two people, Jeremy and Kevin, as playing the short game, right? short-term issues. And I want you to think of a long-term visionary thinker like Brian Cranston, amazing actor. And he's been nominated for a Golden Globe, I think, eight times, one, twice. He is having a long-term success, an amazing career. And a big part of that 
is how he deals with his personal life. Now, he came from a traumatic childhood. I recommend, if you want to get into this, listen to his memoir. And I said, listen, I didn't say read. I mean, he's an amazing actor, so he's interesting to listen to. Uh, so get his audible, listen to his memoir. And he will tell you he had trauma as a child when he picked his partner. He wanted someone who was grounding, grounding. And he's been in a three-decade marriage. So think about Brian. Think about long-term visionary thinking if you're going through these types of issues. If not, and we're thinking short-term, then what's going to happen is we're going to be in crazy-making time, and you're going to be on the news, and your wife's going to be falling for divorce, and it's just painful. So let's try to deal with these things early on before they get out of control. All right, let's switch gears a little bit to the positive perspective. I like to end on a good note, and we're talking about a gap year. We're talking about these actors who are having short-term problems. But that's really focusing on Brian, on playing the long game, on being visionary in our thinking. That's what I want you to think of. And how do we do it? It's going to be real simple. Let's bring this down to our level. Let's bring it really grounded down to the divorce level. We're going to make decisions that only impact us. And, I, and decisions, I mean, we're going to put energy into decisions that only impact us in decades, in decade thinking. So if the child comes a little late, if the child supports a, a little late, if issues or battles are not decade-long problems, we're not going to fight them so much. We might you know, obviously object to them, but we're not going to go to town on these issues. On the other hand, if it's a decade-long issue, like, for example, someone's taking your child to another country, someone's leaving you with no money, someone is invalidating a prenup and wants to take all your wealth— those are decade-long issues. So that is what is wise to spend an attorney on. But I'm trying to give a little pause. When something happens, you don't need to make that first call necessarily to an, a divorce attorney who's just going to escalate, just going to ramp things up. What it's better is to think long-term, especially if you have a child, think about the consequences of having a litigation and think about trying to do things in a collaborative way, if possible. Always diplomacy before war. Always diplomacy before war. So that's what we have on this, on this episode. Um, and I think this is a good time to wrap it up. And I'm really proud of you for taking a positive and creative approach to your divorce. Keep up the great work and stay focused on yourself and the things that you can control. I know you can do this. Remember, I'm here for you helping you get through your divorce without losing your mind. Thank you for tuning in to the Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind podcast with divorce coach Corey Shapiro. Divorce can be a difficult and overwhelming process, but it doesn't have to be. Corey's book is here to help you gain clarity, composure, and a strategic mindset. Get it now as an ebook on Amazon or an audiobook on Audible and unlock the power of these resources to make more informed decisions and gain a better understanding of the process. This podcast offers general information only. It cannot replace legal advice. If you need tailored advice, contact an attorney licensed to practice in your area. 